podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this content podcast. We start to dig into Team of the Year, give our predictions. Now we've seen the nominees, who we think is going to make it, as well as talking about our pound-for-pound pound powerhouses, some suspect players uh, that we've seen recently, as well as some good ones too, and plenty more besides that. I'm your host, Ben. You're listening to the Foot Weekly Podcast out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from, and made possible by the Pods patron supporters. Hello and welcome to week 17. It's a content podcast and we have a selection of content experts to digest this past week and also look ahead at what's to come. And I have with me Ed Japes, FIFA, my partner in crime as always. Hello, Ben. Happy to be back for another uh, fun-filled episode of thievery or whatever other crimes were. <laughs> is thievery even a word? I don't think that's a word. Happy to be back to chat. <laughs> I think it is actually, but uh, even if it isn't, it's a great word. So uh, we'll move on to introducing our next guest, the foot accountant market expert of course hello nate howdy ben it is great to be back and i'm loving the color on fifa right now because orange is probably my favorite color mm. and everything is orange and i'm kind of digging it yeah headline is now the go-to orange card almost not so much man of the match items but yes. uh, at the moment of course it's orange but it will be blue probably quite soon so we'll be talking about that a bit later and on that i'm excited to have someone who watches a lot of football and is a top na uh, fifa player as well it is hubert welcome back to the pod yeah thanks for having me looking forward to a very exciting time of the foot cycle so uh, should be a lot to talk about yeah no hosselu in this particular selection this year for team of the year but uh, maybe a few strange ones there's still some pretty questionable nominees this year i have to say i don't want to be disrespectful to any clubs <laughs> or players i won't i won't single anyone out but there there are a few in there that as someone who watches a lot of football i'm not sure where ea pulled some of these from maybe just some squad variety because they don't want it to be like 10 Liverpool players and 10 City players. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they were scrabbling around a little bit for Barca nominees, actually, when you look at this. But anyway, I wanted to move on to our own nominations, but for the pound-for-pound pound powerhouse, this is the best value player. They could be from the market, SBC, uh, anything like that, but they've got to be available at the moment. We're going to start with the listener suggestion, which actually won last week. Uh, quite clearly, actually. I don't know whether anyone can guess. Morales. Yeah, absolutely right. It was always going to be the winner, wasn't he? And uh, won very clearly indeed. Yeah. Um, so uh, let us get our pound for pound nomination from a listener in there. And I mean, this is an interesting left field one, as is the case at the moment. Uh, I think with headliners maybe being one for the future, which is something we'll probably talk about in a second, there are less really for headliners and a few more interesting selections from people. So let me go with this one from L. He's gone for the Prime Gem Franco Zola SBC. He'd never used him before, but packed his base version on 21, who was a mainstay in my team until team of the season. A quick aside here, actually, I think the base version of Zola is probably one of the most underrated icons in the game, to be honest. It's really, really good. L continues, the star of the show last weekend league, his short and lean body type complement how great he feels in game. Imagine if Messi and Tevez's best cards gave birth to a child with Italian heritage and a better head of hair. An absolute menace with high medium work rates. 
and four star four star super versatile becoming a 94 rated center forward left wing left forward right wing right forward with a marksman chemistry style without a chem style he has base stats of 93 dribbling 92 ball control 92 finishing 91 shot power and 90 reactions the only other cards in the game currently to have those base stats are prime pele prime cantona and prime slash mid r9 for a fraction of the price of those at 480k and 18 days left on the spc at the time of writing magic box is not only a great investment to improve your team's performance in the long term but also one of the most fun cards you'll use all season Parky adds, I'd second this. Added bonus is that quite a few of the squads are lowest rated, so it's the perfect home for many duplicate 83s and 84s. A very compelling case there from both of them. What chem style is he using? Mm, he's mentioned marksman, but I don't know whether he's using that necessarily. Are you looking for somewhere to put Pires? Oh, yeah. Completed the mid-icon on the pod last week. Got Pires. And actually, you know what? Oh, I don't know. He's, he's the type of car that once upon a time, when I, I'm going way, way back when they were legends and not icons, but like when it would have been fun to rotate through all of them, that would have much like that Effenberg card that I used to get so hyped about just sort of was like way better than I expected for what you see on the card. Well, yeah, I mean, icons being underpowered has been something we've been talking about a fair bit over the last few weeks. And we had a question about it again, actually. And I think that's the thing that they are a lot cheaper as a result of them apparently being underpowered. And there are some gems like I wouldn't have expected to use that mid Rooney I got in the mid icon back. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Uh, ben just reminding us that he's got better pack luck. I see. I have to do it because this is the only foot cycle I've ever been able to do it and probably the only one I will be able to do it so there we go but let's move into our nominations and uh Hugh why don't you start us off actually I am going to go with headliners Koulibaly um picked him up this weekend uh just to try him out and I would say he's the best defender I've used this year and I think he's even better than that showdown Sula which is pretty high praise just taking a look at his stats with a shadow he has 99 sprint speed, 98 interceptions, 98 defensive awareness, 99 stand tackle, 99 slide tackle, and 98 strength. So pretty much just an end game card. His acceleration, reactions, composure, aggression, all high 80s around 87, 88. Other than the passing, it's not great, but it's at least okay enough to like lay it off to someone else who can pass the ball. But as a pure defender, he's just an absolutely outrageous card. And yeah, just around 200k on Xbox, a little more on PlayStation, but ridiculous value for like probably the best center back in the game. That's fascinating, actually, because he's not a huge upgrade at all on the player of the month. It's quite minimal, so it makes that SBC look a lot better than maybe a few people thought it was. Yeah, I don't think he's like too much of an improvement. I think at the time that SBC was like really expensive, it was probably around the same cost as this card is tradable. But yeah, just something about like maybe it's just when all these stats pretty much hit like absolute max that like he just basically never makes a mistake. Like he can chase down an Mbappe and then just body him off the ball. So it's just kind of ridiculous. Did you struggle with his like when people pressed you with his passing at all? Not really. Um, I think also just because like he's pretty quick and like his dribbling's not good, but he's one of those where if someone's not really like good at pressing and they just kind of run straight at you if you take a touch around them and then sprint you just blow past people because he has 99 sprint speed and he has high reactions so i felt like that was pretty useful i'm also one who usually just plays a pass back to the keeper to help break the press so i try to keep it kind of simple i don't know if i trust him to like ping a cross field pass but he was good enough have you used um signature signings Skriniar? i briefly used him but it was when i was in a spell of playing three at the back and i tried Skriniar at like right center back and I thought he was pretty bad but I think he's much more suited for like a center back like center center back or like a two at the back type center back but I only used him briefly because I didn't really enjoy him yeah I like I'm going way back and obviously cards have changed a lot 
since then. But when I originally used the gold versions of like Skriniar and Kulabali, Skriniar was like like heads above Kulabali for me. Yeah. And I sort of just found Kulabali to be like a huge physical presence, but ultra reliant on that physical presence, if that makes sense. Whereas Skriniar always seemed to be like mm. in the right place for me. So I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and give Kulabali a, a little testerino here. Because he's certainly yeah. like that physical certainly is, you know, nice to have base level. Yeah, it's a great suggestion. And uh, we move on to Nate, the foot accountant. Um, I'm kind of going between two players, but I think I've settled on the one I'm going to go with. And it is the Inform 85 rated Angel Correa. His versus ice and fire cards are pretty similar in stats, like plus ones run the whole card and then plus three on the shooting compared to, to his 85 inform and the 86 fire card. And the inform is like 19,000 coins. So I just think purely from a budget standpoint, like that is a very cheap striker in La Liga that has got a four star, four star. He's got, I don't know. He just has the extra in-game sauce. Every time mm-hmm. I get it on how Correa up against me, even if it's the gold version, it just, it just destroys me. I don't know what it is. So uh, yeah, that's why I'm going with that inform. I almost went with Benrama, but this inform is, I, I think it's good value. Mm. So Nice, yeah. No, he's been a pain to play against. And uh, let's move on to Japes. Who's your suggestion? I'm going to go for, uh, like, this is like a major hot take, and I fully expect to lose, but I'm cool with that. Uh, that Juan Me card, mm. the La Liga player of the month, he's like 20K. He's like surprisingly silky. Mm. I put a finisher cam on him and have, like, was just sort of screwing around with him, and He's like, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to put him at because he's only three star, three star. I was playing him as an attacking mid, and his long passing is like kind of, well, well, we'll just call it what it is. It's kind of doo doo, mm. but he's just sort of good in like a weird way. Mm. So for what you get at like twenty k, some Spanish links and stuff. Obviously, you're not, you know, replacing Vinicius in there. Is he super meta? Probably not. But if you're looking for a fun you know, Spanish card to use. I think I I went between tossing like a finisher and a dead eye. And I think with a dead eye, he's like a 93 rated center forward or something like that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I don't know whether you'll be expecting this one, but I'm going to go for another silver stars. Ben loves the silver stars pound for pound powerhouse. Well, I do. Yeah, the Dodo that I suggested last time went down pretty well. He is that Dodo. Still the best Brazilian right back. That's not an icon, which is quite surprising. I can't quite claim that this guy is the best German centre-back that's not an icon. Um, Definitely not on that level, but he is still one of the better Bundesliga centre-backs, just ignoring the fact he's a a silver. Uh, This is the Schlotterbeck, uh, and he's a headliner, 72 rated, so could go up to maybe even a 74. Be interesting to know what happens if he gets more upgrades beyond that, but looks fantastic. 87 rated centre-back with a shadow. But have you used him? I haven't used him, but I think with centre-backs it's quite easy to tell how good they are. Medium-medium work rates, maybe not ideal, but he has 86 reactions and 91 strength. Not the greatest aggression, 74. But otherwise, you know, the defensive stats are fantastic, including 85 defensive awareness with a shadow, which is very, very good for a silver, of course, and decent for a gold player. Also has 93 standing tackle, 90 interceptions. Looks great now, and it would be amazing if you got the four-win upgrade too, but I don't know how likely that is, uh, how well Freiburg are doing. Can they put a four-win streak together? Yeah, they're they're having a good season, actually. They're they're in fourth at the moment in the Bundesliga. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, obviously you see they're fourth, so you think probably could happen but you know they're probably outperforming their expectations so maybe 
you know, mm. hard to say if they're going to come back down a bit. Uh, recently, I think they've been a little hit and miss on their form, but it's not out of the question for sure. Yeah, my thought was maybe with the fact that it's Bundesliga first owner, German, etc. That could be quite handy for objectives and things uh, if people don't have a player that is better than him, which they may well not do. And let's move on to headliners too then. Again, it's an interesting squad. There are plenty of players that people, I'm sure, would find worth getting, but they tend to often start pretty expensive. I mean, you've got Vinicius at 1.5 million and Salah pretty close to that as well. Um, we had this mini release for Fana, who's hugely expensive, you know, around a million coins. And uh, Cancelo is not exactly cheap for a right back with a few other special items. And there's quite a lot of competition at right back, of course, in the Premier League. Um, but that being said, I was actually interested to hear from you, Hugh, who you thought maybe might have a bit of a chance to make it further, get some upgrades and go beyond their base rating. Yeah, certainly a few. I mean, there's the the obvious ones, of course, for example, like Asala or Vinicius, you know, teams that are doing very well in their leagues um it is interesting that some of these players i think uh people are just kind of willing to pay what they for like what the player is already like this fofana Mm -hmm. that came out who's still around a million coins that it's insane it's you know lawns have done well this year but i wouldn't back them to necessarily win four in a row i don't know if i'd back fofana to get an inform so it's um it's it's a really good card but to me some of these feel like uh with team of the year coming up and a lot of other promos and things like that, that you're kind of looking at a potential Mm. big loss if you're going in on some of these cards. But I think some of them also on the other end of the spectrum are pretty cheap for what they could be. You know, Acuna right around hundred K very versatile player. And even some of the really cheap ones like that Ben Rama that came out cheap SBC and West Ham have done really well. And it'd be cool to see some of these like really cheap ones, you know, like a Zapata or something, you know, see them get a few boosts even if they're not going to be that great something to keep in mind also with like fodder prices like if they could get a plus two boost and say it's like 12k for an 85 rated and he's going to go up to an 87 could be something to look at as well well it's interesting because there's one player here who i think is very overrated yes i like a pacey center back i've been using the jarlo uh team of the group stage for quite some time now a few weeks where i tried him at first wasn't sure but i've really found him extremely useful against the through balls and things and I think people may look at the the, the Belgian centre-back as someone like that, but he has quite low defensive awareness, really not great for his price or, you know, considering the other options that are out there. Same with interceptions too. And for me, that's a massive uh, red flag and also high attacking, medium defensive work rates. I think my favorite part about that Belgian centre-back is that if you look at his dynamic image, I can't help but not see some sort of mixture of like Zwayback and Gareth Bale. I don't know. It just like <laughs> those two guys combined. Or maybe uh, did I Tom Huddleston or something? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think we th- we talked about this the last time that I was on the pod during winter wild cards, and it, I feel like it's a hundred percent played out as true. Just with the power curve, um, like winter wild cards exploded that power curve or, or moved it up to another level, and then I mean headliners wasn't exactly going to move that up even more. It just kind of slotted right in or maybe a little bit below. Mm. I think there are some neat cards in here and they've given some nice boosts to some cards. Um, like Salah got plus three passing, mm. which is, I thought that for a 92 to a 93 overall, I felt like that was a pretty big yep. boost. But like the Fofana card, Rafael Leao got a really big boost. Not that he's worth 175,000 coins right now, but <laughs> I still think that's a cool boost. So yeah, there's some decent cards and of course they're live and they have the potential to upgrade it. So people focus on that. 
I think, at the forefront. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't done Ziek, yeah. but I think he looks really good. He, like, if I if I was running a, a Premier League side and I didn't feel like using Mo Salah, mm. like, major caveat there, because Salah's obscenely good this year. All of Salah's versions are very, very good this year, mm. even his base gold. Uh, like, I would be pretty interested in that card. Yeah. Like, especially if you were a skiller, <clears throat> Ben, and you were interested in using his five-star skills like mm. uh, he's he's really well balanced like i think he's a, well minus the two-star weak foot but like they gave him crazy default passing mm. and also i want to call out that jonathan klaus right wing back sbc is such an eye roll i was just gonna say i wanted your guys's take for maybe if, i don't know if you've done him or used him at all and i know everybody's excited about him because it's a french right mm. back with pace gonna get an upgrade i mean He's got the hype, but is he better? Like, because I use signature signings Atal in my team, and this Kloss would fit right in. But right now, I'm like, man, Atal is a baller. I really mm -hmm. don't want to take him out, you know? So I want. I didn't know from a gameplay perspective, is this Kloss, like, yeah. good? Because, again, you're right. It's just the fact that he's a French right back with 93 pace, and he's an SBC, and he could upgrade, and he links to all the cool people, you know, yeah. To all the cool people. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah. And by all the cool people, you mean anybody that's meta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> French, yeah. French, yeah. yeah. Oh, and actually, uh, so, well, to be fair, to answer your questions right directly, I was actually comparing their stats. Uh, the signature signings at Tal, maybe even the Inform, and also uh, Hamari Traore, who's an 87 rated, with the Klaus. And I know Klaus could get upgraded, but I mean, Really, it's not going to be especially huge. He's definitely, I think, the best French right back. I mean, there aren't that many options apart from him. But in terms of comparisons with Atal and with Traore, I think they're both clear of him. And if you compare Atal in terms of what he offers going forward, he's miles better than Klaus and has some key stats which are going to help him a lot. So I would definitely say he's not great value. But if you want the link to... For Fana, I guess, you know, he is going to be a really good option there and he doesn't have other strong links that are great, to be honest. So uh, I can see the attraction. I would say, like, if you're somebody who doesn't want to ride the Kloss train and you want to, you know, if there's other right backs that you like, I mean, so many other right backs in this game have gotten destroyed in price because everybody's doing that SBC. Like, Fire and Babu with the Zakaria objective was 150k and now he's 80k. Wants to watch Hakimi. Everybody loves Hakimi, right? And he was almost 400k, and now he's down to 295. So across the game, all that stuff is just so low. And Klaus is going to go away. Yes, people will have him, but you know the hype will end if he's not an insane card that everybody wants to use all the time. Mm, yeah, especially with Team of the Year right around the corner, which we're going to talk about after the break. Worth noting, of course, there are icon swaps out there too for people to be completing, no doubt. Don't forget, you can probably combine first owner with one of the other ones. And of course, silvers, you certainly can because you can buy the players off the market. Also, uh, EFL objectives, the milestones that are in uh, squad battles, you could also do at the same time if you'd like. Right, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, and in this break, a quick reminder that as we slip back into the usual foot weekly rhythm, there is an alternating pattern between the gameplay podcast and the content podcast on this main public feed. And then the supporter episode, which is going to be the other one. So this week, it'd be the gameplay podcast will be on the supporter feed on Thursday. We've got various tips on how to score crosses, how to generally improve and practice things in FIFA, as well as a focus on a 5-2-1-2, which is actually 
quite a tacky. So if you want to check that out and you want to support the podcast, keep it going. It's just three pounds a month. In fact, less if you sign up for a year, which of course you don't have to. You get double the podcast content and it's super easy and quick to add into your podcast providing app. Plus, there's a 24,000 FIFA point all voucher equivalent giveaway running at the moment. Head over to bit.ly slash podxmas22 or just search support Foot weekly. If you do decide to do it, then a huge thank you for making Foot Weekly weekly. Let's get back into the podcast. So getting back into part two, a lot of talk, of course, about Team of the Year. And as has been tradition, we will go through, talk about the nominees in terms of who we think is actually going to make the squad itself. We'll give some thoughts on who we think should be included, but probably only Hugh watches enough football from the different leagues to pass comment on who should actually be in the team. Although we will probably mention who we'd like to see, we'll generally be talking about who we predict will make it from these nominees into the final 12 There'll also be honourable mentions as well, which are slightly less upgraded, but still tend to be pretty good. Um, Lesser versions of Team of the Years, which we saw last year. And the team is community voted, although in the past, at least, yeah, have had some votes themselves. So that can influence things a bit as well. But Nate, start us off at the back with the goalkeeper. Who do you think is making it in? I think it's going to be Donnarumma just because of PSG links and the hype. The Euro. Yeah, the Euros. And he won the goalkeeper of the year award. So yeah. if, if that if those awards play into this at all, and I think that sways my influence maybe on Messi and Lewandowski potentially getting in too. But mm. even with the meta and FIFA with the popularity, I think he would win. I, I, I just don't know where Manuel Neuer is. But yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I understand that Emmy Martinez had a great year, but like Copa America winner and Messi's favorite ever teammate. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be. I think it'll be Donnarumma as well. Yeah, I know you're a fan of Mangan. Yeah, I would love. I would love Big Mike to get in. He's mm. sweet. He's like an awesome keeper, and who doesn't need more French cards? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and his winter wild card, you know, decent. I mean, AC Milan fans, I think, would say they're shocked that they were so easily able to replace Donnarumma. Mm, yeah, that's a fair point. And let us come to you, Hugh. Any thoughts on these goalkeepers? To start off, I would definitely say I do think Neuer should be there. I would probably put him in over Oblak just because I actually don't think Oblak's actually done that well in the past year. I think somewhere to Ter Stegen, he's kind of got this reputation as this like awesome shot stopper, but hasn't been as good lately. I do think Emmy Martinez did a great job at the Copa America and for Villa. I agree that Donnarumma probably should win it. I wouldn't mind seeing Ederson win it just because I think he's a little underrated with how much he does for City's attacking play, not just shot stopping. But I think Donnarumma is mm. probably the fair winner here. That's fair. seems we're all in agreement on that one, I think, pretty much. And we can come then to defenders. Gets a bit more complicated. There are going to be four of these. Who are you expecting to make it, Nate? I feel like I'm going to shout uh, Cancelo because I think he's going to get in. Mm. I I think that's more of a popular choice, but... I feel that way too. I think he gets in. I mean, uh, I would probably shout a Marquinhos just because, again, with the voting stuff... Mm. I think it's a safe bet. Yeah, it's is pretty safe bet. I don't know, Japes, you want to shout a couple? I think Ruben Diaz mm-hmm. has an interesting shout here too. Like, obviously, I like, didn't win anything other than Player of the Year in the Premier League. Yeah, just a little Premier League. Uh, I mean, Farmers League. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I look at this list, he's the first one that jumps out. Mm. I think Marquinhos is absolutely the right call. And I look looking at the rest of the list, I found myself thinking like just. Somehow does Theo Hernandez sneak in? And I was like, mm. no, I don't think so. The Benucci Chiellini, I think, would be su- 
surprising. Yeah. But possible. Yeah. With euros. Yeah. Yeah. Alfonso Davies to me like should not be in, but might get in for popular vote. But the other name that jumps out at me here is David Alaba mm. as like a it's a it's a weird call for me here. Mm. And I find myself like having a hard time even talking myself into this in some ways. But I think it's possible. Yeah, that's an interesting point because you could have Alaba as a left back. I think that's maybe the more questionable spot, whereas the ones people are more confident about, it sounds like, are Cancelo, Diaz, and then uh, Marquinhos. Uh, what about you, Hugh? Who do you think is most likely in with a shout? And from a prediction sense, in, in terms of who deserves it to? Yeah, so I would say that Cancelo and Diaz are pretty much locks, I would say, similar to Donnarumma. I think that it'd be hard to argue with them not being in. I think one question, though, is will Cancelo be a right back or a left back? A lot of his special cards have been left backs. He's played a lot of left back, and mm. maybe they put him left back so they could put in a Trent at right back so he gets no a strong way. link to a Salah. <laughs> I'm not saying that he should, but I could see it happening. Mm. I'd rather see him put Dave in. Like, you know, <laughs> Chelsea won the Champions League. Like, give me, give me some team of the year, Dave. <laughs> Speaking of Chelsea, I think Thiago Silva not even being nominated is a bit of a snub. insane, insane. Yeah, that is really surprising. I would say though, I think it means that Rudiger has a really good chance of potentially getting something, whether it's an honorable mention or a team of the year proper. His card would be insane as a team of the year card. I hold on. I want to do this of all the cards that you guys see here too. Mm. Which cards do you think, given team of the year, would be the most fun to use? Well, Davies is always fun just because like you can play him as like a center mid a striker. Davies would be so fun. I think <laughs> yeah. that's like a no brainer. I think it really just depends on some of the boost, doesn't it? To be honest, I think that Spinazzola would be so fun. Yeah. Well, he has a win to wild card, which has five star skills, which I didn't even notice when he first was released. So. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, know. I, think, I think everyone missed that. It's because he's a right footed left back. People kind of don't. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, ideal for your full <laughs> roll scoop and kind size. But uh, Hugh, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so just to wrap up the uh, the back line, I do think uh, Cancelo Diaz almost certainly will be there. I think Marquinhos is likely, as the other two have said. Then the last spot, um, I could see one of Chiellini and Bonucci being in there. I could maybe see Davies. It's, it's kind of a toss-up there. Rudiger, as you said, maybe Theo Hernandez. It's kind of hard to pick one. I guess they'll just kind of go with the vote there. But I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Ray Nildo from Lille, who was a silver card last year, received no special items, is a non-rare gold this year, still has not received a special item, and is a Team of the Year nominee. <laughs> yeah. So good for him. Um, you know, Lille had a good season. I know he has no shot of winning, but maybe he's this year's Jocelyn, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of praise for him. Is he the first ever uh, Mozambique Team of the Year nominee? He must be. It seems yeah. like it has to be, yeah. Oh, I feel like that's Foot Weekly. Uh, quiz material. Quiz, quiz oh, material no. right there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, should we move on to midfielders then? And Nate, do you want to start us off with who you think is going to make it? Uh, I'm going to throw Conte's name out there first for some Chelsea representation. I think Barella might be a name yeah. to throw out too. I think it could be Conte, but I think it's going to be Jorginho. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting with stuff like that because if Jorginho gets in, what his card looks like could influence future votes for players who maybe don't look so attractive. Yeah, if they're, I don't know. I, I hope it's Jorginho over Conte. I yeah. like Jorginho just strikes me as like a card that would be feel different or like mm. fun. I don't know how Fakir is in this vote again. But if it was, if they were doing it for real and, you know, on what would be deserved, you would obviously include Goretzka, Kimmich, and Thomas Muller. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I think Muller is deserving 
yeah. of a team of the year card. Like Gretzka and Kimmich were both excellent, but I feel like Mueller's deserving. I totally think Jorginho winning with Chelsea and Italy, I think is, for me, he 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 almost has to be. Mm. And that leaves one more, which I think is interesting because Barella to me also feels like very, or potentially likely, but I am going to go with, uh, I think it's going to be KDB. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think he's somehow like city players are if, if there's going to be a club where players just sort of sneak in from it's going to be city or psg yeah and so i i'm going to give the nod to to city this time where's tony cruz by the way i didn't see him on here no? yeah crazy actually he's not there is he top five in every category for midfielders in europe i believe can't find him here but you can find nabal fakir hmm. hugh what are your thoughts yeah so i i definitely think Jorginho is the most likely to get in just based on what he's won and you know where he's been in different rankings, I would guess that Conte and De Bruyne are probably the two next most likely. Mm. It's it's hard because they've been really good, but they've been hurt a lot. Um, but their teams have done well and they've played well. Um, I do think Brella would be a good shout. I mean, Inter won the title. They're first in Syria now, and they won um, you know the Euros, and he was mm. did really well in all of those competitions. I would also give a shout out to Declan Rice. Just when you look at how good West Ham were last year and this year. And he was a really key player for England at the Euros. So I don't yeah. think he's going to get a ton of votes. But I mean, in terms of consistency and playing well and being really important to your team, I mean, he's arguably West Ham's best player. And he was one of England's best players. I, I'd say he deserves it. I don't think he'll get in, but I wouldn't have a problem if he did. Yeah, it'll be interesting with the midfielders and the attackers, which is what we're going to move on to now. For me... The guaranteed one will see Gerard Moreno. Of course. <laughs> Society has actually had a good year and could well be in for an honourable mention. But who do you think is going to be in there? Next? Just, I think knowing this game and with the voting and with... Knowing this community. <laughs> Sorry, that's, they'll say that too. I feel like the four is going to be Messi, Mbappe, Lewandowski. Ah, and for the fourth one, either between Salah or Ronaldo. I know it's like Ronaldo, like what? But I think mm. if EA has a say in this, you know, Pac's got to be sold. So I, if Ronaldo does not get a, either honorable mentions or a team of the year, I would be, it, however they decide to structure it this year with how many cards mm. they give out. I just, I feel like people would be very disappointed in that. Yeah, interesting. And I mean, someone's got to miss out. I, I feel like Ronaldo probably not particularly deserving necessarily, but is someone that will get a lot of community votes, of course. So interesting to see how it goes. Japes, who are you thinking is going to make it? Well, in my head, the four is pretty easy, but I don't think that they're... Who I would vote for would be pretty easy. Obviously, Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mo Salah. Mm -hmm. Leo Messi. And Karim Benzema. Yep. Mm. Would be yeah. like the easy four for me. Now, I don't think there's any way Mbappe is not in the team of the year. So yeah, that leads me to believe that Benzema is probably not in the team of the year. So I think for me, it's going to be between Benzema and Salah for that. Because I think Lewandowski gets in. I think everybody's like, look. yeah, yeah. Uh, like last year, we saw it finally happen. I think it happens again. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any way Messi doesn't get in after winning the Ballon d'Or. Obviously, he won with Argentina as well. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it, it, the last two, it's like, I think Salah has been insane at the end of the season. Mm. I don't really, I can't speak as well to him at the beginning of the year. That said, people have short-term memory. Yeah. And I True. like, I just, Benzema has been insane for Real Madrid. Like truly insane. Mm. 
If you look at like his contributions and stuff, especially since like Ronaldo's left, like he just is so underappreciated and Mm -hmm. he really has no holes in his game. Yeah. So perhaps I'm, you know, in my head, like campaigning a little because I've loved Ben's mud cards this year. Mm. But I think he gets snubbed and I think it's likely, I think it's likely to be Mbappe, Lewandowski, Messi. And I think Salah is the 12th man. Yeah. And it's surprising to see. MLS's newest recruit, I think, going to Toronto. Insigne in there. Yes, man's getting paid. And Chiesa um, just uh, had a ACL injury. Yeah, I think. yeah. Actually, so uh, I hope unlucky. We, I love that there's been no Neymar mention. It makes me happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think as Matt rightly pointed out, he could well get that lower-rated flashback that we see. I think uh, that's uh, super likely to happen. Mm, yeah. It might be worse than him getting in because he'll be significantly cheaper in an SPC, so everyone will be doing him. Um, Hugh. What are your thoughts on the attackers? Yeah, I definitely think the three that should be in are uh, Lewandowski, uh, Salah, and Messi. I think the 12th man vote will be interesting. I I would guess it will probably be Mbappe, Ronaldo, and Benzema. They probably should be the three in the 12th man vote. I would guess that there will be a lot of fan vote for Cristiano, and I think that somehow, someway, Mbappe will win. Maybe he has a lot Mm. more fans, but you, you never know. But I agree that Mbappe will be there somehow. They'll find a way. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the top three definitely should be the three I listed. The 12th man vote will definitely be interesting though. But I, I feel like somehow Mbappe is going to be there either in the main team or the 12th man vote. I think the 12th man vote is a little easier for EA to say like, well, that's who people voted for. So can't be mad at us. Mm. So <laughs> whereas if they just put them in the full team, I feel like it makes it look a little bit like it was forced. But, you know, conspiracies aside, he he has had a really good season. So I wouldn't mind if he's there. I think Benzema's probably better, um, deserves it a little more. But yeah, I think he'll be there. Yeah, very good points. And uh, I myself am just anticipating the sudden introduction of Danny Alves into the team of the year in some form, maybe a flashback or something. I mean, can we get a flashback, Alves? Uh, if they add him into the database soon, then yeah. It'd be amazing. What a fun car that would be. Yeah, I did want to mention, I'm just surprised that Vinicius isn't there. I mean, I know he wasn't great mm. last season, but he was at the Copa America. And this season, he's probably been better than pretty much anyone in the world. I mean, Salah's <laughs> certainly been up there. But I mean, if you compare him to some of the other players there, you know, like Oyarzabal, Tadic, Payet, I mean, good players. But I yeah, mean, yeah. given when you look at how many special cards Vinicius has, it's hard to think that he hasn't done enough to at least be a nominee. Yeah, very good yeah. point indeed. Uh, I wanted to move on just to talking about maybe more players that are likely to get honourable mentions. Last year, Fakir, for me, was just a, a standout at this point in the cycle. Shame, his reputation was tarnished by that SBC that everyone did this year because I was a crazy player and I had that ridiculous goal-scoring record of 69 goals, I think it was, in 30 games with him in the weekend league. And... I think there'll be players like that, hopefully, as nominees. Are there any particular players that might not make the 12 that people uh, think would be fun or like to use? I mean, any of the Bayern players would be super fun. I mean, I'm sure people would love to see Hong Min Sun. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm also like a little bit curious what a Pedri card looks like, but I think we're going to yeah. get that for future stars. I agree. Mm. The last one that I think would be sort of interesting that I, I don't think we're going to see, if Lautaro Martinez ever gets a Team of the Year card, it mm. will be insane. Yeah, <laughs> and then also like we didn't talk about it, but I think didn't Tadic break the single year assist record? Yeah, could he get a special moments card or something like that? I think it would be certainly reasonable, or like a record breaker Tadic during Team of the Year. 
I, I think that would be cool, even though I don't think the card will be like, you know, he's he's kind of one of those unfortunate mm. FIFA cards where it like doesn't really translate. But maybe if they yeah. give him enough of a boost, like just based on nation and league, he'd be like a reasonable SBC and he's got lots of fun traits. And I just so. hope that the boosts they give the nominees are like meaningful. I mean, when you look mm. at someone like Benzema, who already has a 90 rated special and two 91 rated specials, I hope it's not just like a 92 with a bunch of plus ones. Hmm. Would that card even be better than his flashback card? Like that flashback yeah, yeah, yeah. card's insane. So a team of the year nominee Muller, like would that be better than his flashback? So yeah, yeah. you know, you just hopefully it would have to be. Yeah, I mean, I would yeah. hope it would be, but I just you know, it's just something that I hope they're like taking consideration yeah, yeah. into. It's not just like plus two to everything. Like what Jabe said with Tadich, like give him a record breaker with like eighty pace and ninety nine in every passing step. Mm. Do something mm. fun, do something different, especially for these nominees where they're not as good as the team of the years anyway, so you don't have to worry about them like being game-breaking. I mean, any of these cards, though, like, Tadish has, like, what, one in, in form card? Like, just based on the power curve that we have now, mm. like, to boost these cards up to, like, I don't know, call it, like, power curve level, like, all of like, there should be a lot of fun cards in here. Yeah, yeah. Nate, is there anyone in here that you're thinking, mm, that'd be nice? Definitely the Sun card that Japes mentioned. I would absolutely love that, uh, mm. being a Spurs fan. And, you know... A guy that hasn't got a ton of specials that it might be a decent upgrade if they gave him like a really, really nice boost. Uh, honorable mention, just because he could get some votes, maybe it would be Jude Bellingham. I could be down for that. Mm. I remember using the Tots moments Bellingham last year and I had some fun with that card. So yeah. definitely an honorable mention shout, but that'd be cool. Yeah. Also, for, for what it's worth, uh, if they gave Casemiro, they have his record break, or his, excuse me, his rule breakers that they gave a whopping 70 pace. But if they ever gave him proper pace, mm. that card would be pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to talking market because pre-team of the year, it's always a big topic of conversation. But I kind of feel like, although there are things to look out for, it's not maybe the market breaker that it once was. Yeah, I think this year with the way they've been running the market, like everything is so cheap except for some of the elite tier players that you even notice this on Fridays, like before a brand new promo, people don't really get scared and like panic sell stuff until right before. And we kind of mm -hmm. saw that with Black Friday as well. Like we didn't see, of course, EA dropped preview packs and the big baby icon SBC was like two weeks before Black Friday. And then that caused the first dip. But then people weren't really like afraid of like, oh my goodness, Black Friday is here until mm -hmm. literally like, right before like the week before days leading up to black friday so you've started to see some prices kind of creep down like one to me that you know sticks out right now is like the winter wild card zlatan who was you know even just three days ago he was 2.9 million coins he's 2.4 a lot of prime icons have been dropping off so some of those you know higher tier special cards from previous promos that's where i'm seeing the biggest bit of drop off in the market right now but I think this week with icon swaps as well, we have new, um, the second batch of those objectives are coming out. Mm. And we've had some decent SBCs in the past week with headliner cards and other special items. So I would imagine that the market continues to devalue itself a little bit over the next week mm. or so. But not a sudden dip like we'd seen before. Right, yeah. Usually like last year and two years ago, you'd see people just dumping everything two weeks before. But mm. that's just really not how it is this year with everything being, I think, so much cheaper mm. and there's so many more cards mm. out that and people also can... may be stronger as well i mean yeah you look at these cards and you think are they actually going to be worse that much worse than team of the year players especially someone like ibrahimovic a lot of the winter wild cards for sure exactly do you have any little trading things people could be doing in the meantime while they wait for team of the year maybe build a few coins and packs 
honestly, it, j- it just kind of feels like we're in like a lull period. But especially if you're on a lower tier budget, a lot of people right now are stacking up packs for team of the year with league SBCs. So trading with the, you know, the silvers and the bronzes and the golds, non-rare golds that are needed for those, there's a big focus on that right now. So it's it's not a really like easy time to say, yeah, go invest in this stuff because it's going to go up. But yeah, it's just kind of one of those middle periods where we're in between promos mm-hmm. and expecting uh, something big. Well, yeah, and I was saying actually in terms of where enticing SBCs are concerned, we are probably due a foot series. Uh, I imagine it would just be before team of the year. We are expecting, I would think, championship and MLS due to the fact that we've seen recent content and over the last few months content around those leagues. MLS obviously has some quite spicy players they could include as well. Um, So maybe we see that next. I 100% agree. I think that would be, you know, EA did that last time near Black Friday 2 before Mm. a big promo. So I could see them doing that again before uh, Team of the Year kind of putting out some more of those squad foundations. We had the Nerez SBC and Chong and stuff like that. So one week buffer maybe before we mm. hit, hit team of the year. Pick up your Dempsey's now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's probably already up. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, if people want to find more market updates, they should check out YouTube. Yep. That's the place. The foot accountant on YouTube. You'll find me there just about every day. And uh, yeah, it's been a blast being on it. Team of the year is such a fun time on the game. I know we just had such a peak and hype with winter wild cards. And I hope, like we mentioned earlier, I really hope that team of the year hits that level of peak again with how hype the content is. So it should be a fun time. Great. And then we move on to Hugh. Thank you very much for providing some real footballing insights from around the world. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to Team of the Year. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. And uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions about team building or gameplay or anything, just feel free to message me in the Discord, Twitter, at Hubear with zeros mm. instead of O's. And then thank you very much to Partner in Crime, whose main crime here is not putting his tactics on Twitter. I am, in fact, Ben. People will know exactly when we record the pods because I'm going to tweet them out right now. Nice. Well, you can find those over on at Air Japes and you can find the pod at Foot Weekly Pod where you can vote for the pound for pound powerhouse. And also don't forget to subscribe via your various podcast platforms. You'll get next week's episode delivered directly to your feed, which will be on Thursday, it'll be the Gameplay Podcast. If you'd like this week's Gameplay Podcast and to enter that 24,000 FIFA point or voucher equivalent giveaway over on the Patreon, then you can sign up and get all that bonus content over there, bit.ly slash podxmas22, or just search Support Foot Weekly. Right, thank you very much for listening and a big thank you to all those supporters and those icon patrons. Dave B, DJ FIFA player, Coach Vass, Dougie, Chris W, Hugh J, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, Pobius, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Savage P, Eric T, Roger D, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Jake G, Michael P, Springford, Zach O, Dominic G, Ruben D, Kraus, Adam R, Andy H, Mikael L, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. 
With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.